Wednesdays with Walton on Scoops with DannyMac.com. We do this every Wednesday in and out of the baseball season as we visit with Brian Walton of TheCardinalNation.com and get always what's happening in the minor league system of the St. Louis Cardinals. Hey, uh, Brian, we wanted to hold off and do this later today because of roster moves that have been made by the Cardinals. They did make some cuts today, so we're going to get into that in just a moment. But as always, uh, good to hear your voice. How are we doing? Hey, I'm doing great. It was great to spend a week watching Cardinals baseball in the backfields of Jupiter and caught a little minor, major league action as well. So it was a it was a great time in Florida, and next year I'll be down there even longer, I hope. Well, I hope so too. What did you think of the signing of Albert Pujols? Let's start with that. I think that was a good move for the Cardinals. I think it'll it'll help draw a lot of attention to, to the team from fans and sort of take away maybe some of the bad feeling from the lockout and everything that came from it. I think we'll see if Albert Pujols has enough in the tank to be a contributor to the team. I'm sure he'll want to be. I'm sure he'll give it his all. And if they use him properly, which I'm confident they will, primarily batting against left-handed pitchers, then he can be a contributor to the team. Now, the downside of that is that, you know, there are limited spots on the roster. So with Albert there, uh, you know, some of the younger players like Juan Yepes and Nolan Gorman, maybe even Brendan Donovan may have to wait a little longer for their chance. But, you know, there's only one chance for the last season of Albert Pujols and the Cardinals seized on the opportunity. In terms of making this move, do you think this was a, a byproduct of what they saw out of Yepes in spring and said, you know what, we got to do it. He's not quite ready, and let's go get Albert. Well, yeah, certainly if, if Yepes would have really, you know, hit you know, hit like a, a, a storm like Albert Pujols did in his first spring training, you know, it, it probably would have been a different story. But, uh, you, you know, a year ago at this time, we weren't talking about Juan. He was our 40th ranked prospect. So as tremendous as his 2021 was, and it was tremendous, both at AA, AAA, and the Arizona Fall League, he was great. He's had one year of success. So it's not as if he's going to be dying on the vine if he has to go down to Memphis for a while. And I think one of the things that we saw – you know, back in 2020, when the schedule was compressed uh, and the pitchers had to get ready quickly and they didn't, you know, there was the injuries and all the things that, that happened, the Cardinals needed depth. They needed a lot of depth. And so everything they've done since the uh, lockout ended and camp began was to bring in veteran people, mostly veteran arms, but also, you know, on the offensive side, Pujols, uh, Dickerson. And then, you know, uh, Spangenberg down, at, you know, down will probably be in Memphis, but an experienced infielder. And, uh, and not to mention all the pitchers. So, you know, these are good moves that a championship club needs to make. They need You need to have that depth either in the majors or in AAA so that when the inevitable injuries come, you can bring up guys that are going to play. And I, Juan, Juan will get his time. Gorman will get his time. It's not going to be right now for Gorman, for sure. He's already been optioned out. But those guys will be in the major leagues this year soon enough. Yeah, I'm with you. And I keep hearing one of the, the constant themes that I – uh, I'm hearing from scouts and, and folks that are around the game is the concern of injuries because of the shortened spring and then trying to amp it up when everything is live on April 7th. And so the point is uh, you're going to go deep into your roster, and that means Gorman, Brendan Donovan, Yepes, some of the others that uh, will get a shot more than likely this year. And and even more so, Dan, probably the risk is on the pitching side. Sure. Now, the, if you're if we're only talking about this from the injury prevention perspective, it's obviously a good thing that pitchers aren't going to hit. Now, well, you know, let's put away our our prejudices about you know the purity of the game and all that stuff. A designated hitter tear, we got to deal with it. And from the pitching side, though, because the pitchers haven't had as much time to get ready, the schedule is going to be compressed. Days off were taken out of the schedule to you know get in the full 162. Now, you know, the Cardinals, like other teams, they're they're going to get this two extra players on the roster from 26 to 28 for the first month of the season. And almost certainly the Cardinals are going to take two extra pitchers 
to make sure that they don't push the starters any longer than they're ready. Probably five innings would be wonderful initially and that they have enough depth in the bullpen that they can cover all those innings without tiring the guys out. Cause one of the things we saw even last year, which was more of a supposedly normal season, you know, we saw the relievers kind of get burned out in the first half and that hurt the team in the second half. In terms of some of the minor leaguers and backfield games were going on all over the place. Uh, give me some names, some people that uh, really stood out for you in a positive way. Well, uh, offensively, um, first baseman, outfielder, Todd Lott, a guy who was taken, I think, in the ninth round a few years back, uh, had a real nice season. He played with uh, Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn most of the year last year, so he started with Palm Beach and moved up. Uh, he was our um, emerging player of the year in the system last year, and he's had a really nice spring, really, really hot, something like nine of his last 12. Uh, and Lott's a guy who may have to go back to high A or he could go up to double A, depends on other players. Um, a young man, Osvaldo Tovalin, who was drafted in the 10th round last year. Um, not a guy that anybody's ever heard of, but a third baseman. He's played really well this spring. Um, Malcolm Nunez, who's a guy who we know that when his first year, a couple years back in the Dominican Summer League, he tore things up. The Cardinals have moved him from third base to first base, which is interesting because, again, you know, the logjam, the wealth of riches at the third base position. Uh, a young man from overseas, Adari Grant. A shortstop, spindly kid, but uh, very, very athletic, interesting guy. Leonardo Bernal, again, a catcher uh, who came over this first year uh, from the Dominican League, has some nice power, it looks like, in his bat. Uh, pitching side, Gordon Graceffo. A lot of people may have seen the, uh, the video uh, that was put on Twitter from Baseball America that showed when Gordon threw 100 miles an hour the other day, multiple times. Uh, he's a guy who was just drafted last year, and, and he's ranked number 16 on our prospect list. So, you know, I saw Gordon Graceffo pitch in Palm Beach, and right away I knew that this guy, uh, you know, had, has pretty good potential. Uh, but there's also guys you haven't heard a lot about. Ryan Lautos, who's a, a non-drafted free agent last year. I saw him hitting in the upper 90s. In uh, Ohan Paniagua, who was our emerging pitcher of the year, just like Lott was our emerging player of the year, uh, just had filthy stuff the other day. Supposedly, he has six pitches, Paniagua. And, you know, if he can at least master three of those, he'll have a major league career in front of him. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of players in camp that folks haven't heard of that, you know, are starting off very well, and maybe they'll get an aggressive promotion and get a shot, you know, playing full season ball. Some of these players, to, you know, to jump from – uh, the Dominican Republic right to Palm Beach would be a huge step, but the Florida Complex League doesn't really start, won't start until June. So those players that don't make one of the full, four full-season teams next week will stay behind in what's called extended spring training. But those players will also be ready when there are injuries and needs, and then they'll be the first ones that are promoted up into uh, to Palm Beach when there's a need at the other level of the system. There were three guys that you told me about, Brian, in our conversations throughout the uh, winter to keep an eye on. One was Andre Palante. Another one was uh, Jake Walsh. Another one was Brendan Donovan. And I'd have to say I, I was really, really impressed with those three guys. And they are very, very close to being big leaguers and all have a skill set that is needed. You know, you look at Donovan, can go all over the diamond, hits from the left side. Palante and Walsh are throwing strikes and throwing hard and have effective secondary pitches. So these are guys I think that uh, people should be watching out for in the next few weeks uh, to see if they can uh, crack camp and, and go to uh, Major League Baseball with the Cardinals. Yeah, and Jake Walsh especially. He and Donovan were both, because of the fact that they were drafted in 2018, needed to be protected on the 40-man roster for the Rule 5 draft that we thought was going to be held. Right. So. So because of that, um, Jake Walsh is a guy who 
could make the team. And then when the, when the Cardinals go have to go from 28 players to 26 players at the beginning of May, could be optioned out to the minor leagues until there's another need. Whereas another guy that he might be competing for at the back end of the rotation, I mean, back in the bullpen, excuse me, Blake Parker, Blake Parker was a non-roster invitee. And if he does get a 40-man spot, first of all, then they have to move someone off the 40-man. But then once Blake Parker's in the majors, he can't be optioned out to the minors because of his major league experience. And so now you're stuck with a guy on the roster. Now, the Cardinals do have some leverage because even though Junior Fernandez has already been sent out, uh, Oviedo's already been sent out, there are guys with options on the major league roster that could be sent down. Uh, Jake Woodford, uh, Ryan Helsley, Cody Whitley are all guys that, you know, when they cut down from 28 to 26 uh, a little over a month from now, you know, could be in that mix. But, you know, the more veterans you add to the roster, like Pujols, the, the less flexibility you have to potentially move minor leaguers around. Now, we all know injuries are going to come, and, and these problems will work themselves out before too long. Hey, it's Dan McLaughlin, and I want to remind you about Rottler. It is pest season, and that means you need to go to the most trusted pest control company in the Midwest, and that is Rottler. Rottler.com. Fuse, we are St. Louis. The Fuse Automotive Network. They have new, pre-owned, commercial trucks, custom vehicles, stress-free car shopping. It's all with Lou Fuse. Head to Fuse.com to see the dealership near you. And don't forget about what they do for our community with Fuse Athletic. It's Lou Fuse, St. Louis's number one car dealer. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis. In terms of what the rotation could look like at Memphis. Any ideas? I mean, some of the names you probably just mentioned, but is there anybody else that you're thinking of that could start the season at Memphis and looking at what that uh, that five man rotation may be? Well, there's a there's a wealth of candidates. In fact, I'm kind of I'll be watching closely to see who doesn't start. And exactly. what I mean, Dan. Yes. What it, I mean is that you, you're you know, reading my mind. This is exactly where I was going. But go ahead. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's three left handers who are all top prospects. Zach Thompson, who was sent down already. Um, Thomas, who very, you know, doesn't really get a lot of attention. And then, of course, Matthew Libertor. And, and Libertor and Thomas are still in big league camp. Then you've got Angel Rondon. You've got Johan Oviedo. You've got Palante, who you talked about. Uh, Packy Naughton is another one that they just picked up, who started a number of games for the Angels last year, who's also a lefty. So you've got, like, eight guys uh, on the, you know, potentially on the Memphis roster with starting experience, and they're only going to probably have five spots unless they decide to do some, you know, tandem pitching, which – is something that they've done in the past. And that, of course, is the where two pitchers are paired, they take turns starting, and the second one follows out of the bullpen. Uh, they've done that at lower levels in the past. They haven't done it at high levels. But, you know, with all this with all this pitching at AAA, you know, who knows? It might be something they try. Well, let's talk about uh, three guys that really, when I bring up their name, it, it does move the needle. I, I think fans have heard a lot about them, so they're interested in uh, these three individuals. And I'll start with Jordan Walker. What kind of uh, camp did you see from Jordan? Jordan Walker is, you know, uh, he's a man among boys. Just physically, he is extremely impressive. Um, and, and again, we're talking about a young man who's just turned 19 years old. Uh, he's playing third base. Uh, he looked pretty good defensively. The question, of, again, on whether he'll be a long-term third baseman is as much about the competition ahead of him as it is about his own athleticism because Jordan Walker is a a tremendous athlete. As we saw, he hit for average. 
Uh, he was able to draw walks. He stole bases. I mean, he drove in runs. He really did everything that you wanted him to do last year. And for that reason, he's moved up to the top of the Cardinals prospect list for a number of national national uh, uh, entities uh, ahead of even uh, Gorman and Libertor. So, you know, I think and recently in camp, by the way, Jordan Walker has been playing with Memphis. Now, he's not going to open the season with Memphis because, you know, as these p- players are sent down from St. Louis and just, you know, just what happened today, uh, three infielders went down, Gorman, Robertson, and Tejada, who all will probably be with Memphis. So Jordan Walker will probably end up down in Springfield, but he's played well enough that he, you know, should be able to take that that step to double A. And we've seen in the past a lot of hitters, I mean, going back to Matt Adams, who have just really broken out with the power uh, in the Texas League. And I think that's you know, if, if last year wasn't a breakout for Jordan Walker, I think this year is going to be one. Well, you mentioned Nolan Gorman, Matthew Libertor. Those are the other two of the trio that we hear a lot about. Uh, how are the camps for those two guys? Nolan Gorman, I mean, we saw a lot of Nolan Gorman in Major League camp. He was, you know, just sent down. Pressing he had a, a lot, back. I thought. I thought he's pressing. Yeah, yeah, he seemed to be. He seemed to be. And there were a couple of times where he was maybe a little less sure in the field than you would have liked as well. And then offensively. Now, the one thing he did uh, the Monday night game a week ago, it was really nice to see when, that he actually hit a ball the other way against the shift. So, you know, he's maturing as a hitter. Again, he he'll, he's probably disappointed that he's going to have to go down to start the season. But realistically, you know, a little more time in Memphis isn't going to hurt, hurt Nolan Gorman. Uh, he showed that he's about ready for the major leagues. But a little more polish at second base wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. And uh, I'll wrap it up. Well, Libertor, too, what did you see out of him? Well, you know, Libertor's, uh, Libertor, again, is, a, is about ready to go as well. The big question is going to be, and we've talked about this before, what role do the Cardinals want him to play in the major leagues? When Dakota Hudson came up, when Carlos Martinez came up, they were ready for the major leagues, but there wasn't a rotation spot. And so in those cases, they put them in the bullpen and they spent a year. I don't know if the Cardinals are going to want to do that with Libertor. Uh, and then the other question, of course, is there is an opening, right? There's a fifth ro- fifth rotation spot right now because Jack Flaherty will almost certainly go on the injured list. But is Jake Woodford ready? Is Verhagen ready to take that spot? Uh, you know, Brooks is still in camp and got added to the roster. So there are other guys who the Cardinals may decide to start the season with in the rotation, one of those guys, and send Libertor back down. Both Libertor and Gorman also, we need to remember, are not yet on the 40-man roster. They haven't had to be added to the roster. And so, you know, again, it's a game of pluses and minuses. If you put one of those guys on the roster, that means you have to expose somebody else to waivers, take them off. So, you know, the Cardinals have to look at the back end of their 40-man roster and say, hey, do we want to risk losing, uh, I don't know, a Naughton or a uh, TJ Zoich or, you know, one of those guys potentially just to get Libertor up for a few weeks. The next time that you do your grocery shopping, make sure you do it at the hometown leader in groceries, and that is Schnucks. They have the Good For You program at Schnucks, designed to help you make healthier choices. And don't forget, make sure and download the Schnucks Rewards app to get savings and food and to customize your shopping experience. Do your grocery shopping at Schnucks. Because we care, your trusted source for basement repair, it's Stratum. Do you have a waterproofing issue in your basement? Stratum Structural Systems is there to help. It's why they're the number one waterproofing company in the Midwest. They put the customer's interest first, provide lasting solutions, and eliminate the homeowner stress. StratumRepair.com Because we care, your trusted source. 
Hey, Brian, uh, before I ask you what's happening at your site and we wrap this thing up, uh, had one of our loyal listeners, it was either on Twitter or email, I cannot remember, and I apologize to the gentleman that sent me this uh, nice message, but he said he you know, enjoys our visits every Wednesday and wanted me to ask you about the young man that's been let go by the Cardinals to make room for pool holes on the 40-man. That was the kid, he was like, what, six, seven, something like that, big, big, yeah, tall Yeah, pitcher. Johan Cazada. Yeah, yeah. Cazada. So what, what happened there? Well, it was just like the scenario I described to you, Dan. The Cardinals need to clear up a 40-man roster spot. The roster was full, so they looked and said, you know, who's kind of at the back end of our of our pitching group? Cazada's uh, a tremendous talent, but he's been in baseball for a long time, and he's been in multiple organizations. And I'm sure the Cardinals picked him up a year ago from the Phillies for yeah. cash considerations. Right. And, you know, they thought, hey, if we can just figure out how to – get this guy to harness his stuff because his career walk rate was like six per nine innings. And that's just not going to make it in the major leagues. But Kazada between his, his control improved, they improved his walks from about six per nine down to about three per nine, but he missed part of the year due to injury. And when he did pitch his ERA was in the sixes. So, um, you know, he didn't, he was not dominating as you would hope to have been at double a and, you know, Guys, the, typically the guys in the 40-man roster, you want them at AAA and to be a call away a step from the major leagues. And Kazada, you know, just wasn't ready for that. Now, the Cardinals didn't release him. What they do is they put a player on outright, raver, outright waivers, and they have a week to either trade, release, or the player is goes on waivers and other organizations get a chance to claim him. But if they claim him, they have to put him on their 40-man roster as well. So if he if Kazada clears waivers, he'll remain with the Cardinals, remain in the minor leagues, but just won't be on the 40-man roster. Okay, now we can wrap it up officially. What are you working on at thecardinalnation.com? Well, I've still got lots of uh, leftovers from spring camp. I'm not there covering games right now, but we have a lot of recaps of a week's worth of games there. Um, and then I've got news up where we're, I'm talking about different uh, uses of technology uh, like TrackMan, Blast Motion, how they're being used by the Cardinals. Um, have looks at what the roster sizes are going to be, uh, more details on extended spring training, what the uh, international program, the Dominican Summer League, is going to look like this year. And I highlight a bunch of the players that uh, impressed me both in changes physically as well as uh, their results on the field. And we'll continue to report all the minor league games. Uh, the actions in spring training, thanks to stats the Cardinals give us each day. And we'll, of course, uh, share the rosters when they're set next week. Uh, Memphis plays its first game um, next Tuesday, and the other minor league clubs pick it up on Friday of next week. So by this time next week, the you know, AAA season will be underway, and the other young men will be in their cities and you know, getting their places to live and getting their feet on the ground, getting ready for the full minor league schedule uh, a week from Friday. Well, it's great. Baseball is back at all levels, and uh, you've got it covered, especially on the minor league side at thecardinalnation.com. It is a great resource for me here in spring training throughout the season. So thanks to all our listeners, and make sure you get a subscription to thecardinalnation.com. Brian, as always, thank you, and we'll uh, catch you up next Wednesday. Sounds good. And while you're there, take a look at our prospect guide as well, 276 pages. Very, very proud of this. Uh, give you all the information about the top prospects in the system and much more. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Bye now.